There is a way that seemeth right unto a man, but in the end leads to death. I've often used this to humble myself many times. Because in my field, sometimes we think we know. And I have to reflect and hope and anxiously await the day when I will be able to possibly sit Indian style, because I'll know I'll be in heaven, I can't sit Indian style anymore, maybe after a couple hundred thousand years, and I want the opportunity to ask God, may I see your lab book? There are some things in this world that I do not understand. And I want to share some of those with you. God's lab book, wonderfully made. Speed. Sometimes we think about speed. Speed can be measured in many things. So if we think, what is the fastest this? What is the fastest that? We have to put some characteristics in there to help us understand that. Fast in water is completely different than fast on land, right? Uh, Fast in the air is different than what you and I might understand. But when we think about speed, this is probably the animal that comes to mind most often. And I am on the cheetah, right? The cheetah. Let's put it in perspective. Usain Bolt clocked the fastest land mammal, two-legged, at 27 miles per hour, the cheetah runs 61 miles per hour, and the fastest one ever clocked was 70 miles per hour. Has an average length of one stride of 23 feet. 23 feet. That's a fast animal. We ask, how is that possible? Well, this image kind of gives it away a little bit. Do you see its spine? You have a spine that curves up, and then in its long stride, its spine that curves back. It's one of the only animals in the world that has the ability and that flexibility in its spine. No other animal has that capability and can sustain that type of spine flexibility longer than the cheetah or it would be rendered, you know, unable to get out of bed first thing in the morning. But speed is not the most important thing here when we, term, when we talk about the animal with the most speed. This is the fastest living organism that we have clocked. This is a simple mite. And it can travel its body length 233 body lengths per second. If we were to equate that to you and I, that's 1,300 miles per hour. That's a fast mite. Well, sometimes I think about God's creation and want to ask his lab book and look into his lab book, and I think, well, what's, you know, I know there's some fast animals out there. What about tough? Is toughness a characteristic? Toughness is a characteristic for me. I pay attention to it. I like it. So I want to see what's something that's, that's tough. Well, This animal, when it comes up, is called the Weddell seal. It's called the Weddell seal. And you've probably seen this in cartoons and many of your different types of shows that you might see. And you look up there and look at it really cute. But let me tell you how tough this thing is. It can dive. And it can dive to a depth that's pretty remarkable. Um, A Weddell seal can go about 2,000 feet deep. It can stay underwater because it's an air breather for about 45 minutes. Let's put this into perspective. The human world record free diver can go 400 feet. And the only reason we know it can go 400 feet is because the one who tried to go 401 died. At 400 feet, when you come up, most of the time they're coughing up blood. So 400 feet under the water, right? And how long are they holding their breath? The world record to hold your breath for a human is 27 minutes and 37 seconds. Weddell seal can dive 2,000 
2,000 feet. 2,000 feet hold its breath for 45 seconds. The longest recorded Weddell Seal dive was 61 minutes. Still not terribly impressive because we have this particular beaked whale. The beaked whale has been recorded to dive 9,816 feet. That's just shy of two miles. Now, put that in perspective. The amount of pressure that is exerted on the body would actually, for you, at 401 feet, would actually crush your ribs. So much that you couldn't even take in a breath. This is two miles deep and can hold its breath for about 3.7 hours. Still has to breathe oxygen. But this one is often remissed, right? Doesn't dive very deep, but the loggerhead turtle has shattered the world record, as far as we know, for who can hold their breath the longest. Ten hours. Ten hours. Somebody studied this. They put a tracker on this turtle, released it, and kept the imaging and kept the data ten hours and it surfaced. Usually these can stay down about six hours, but this one was remarkable. I think it was practicing its free diving episodes. But I don't think anything compares to this ugly creature. This thing is so ugly that it's actually cute. And I don't know if you've ever seen this. I hope you have, but we call it the tardigrade. Or you might have seen it as the water bear or the moss piglet or piglets. Yes, it has eight appendages sticking out of it. But this is the first animal that we know of to actually survive outer space. It's resistant to radiation most pressures, and can handle extreme temperatures such as minus 460 degrees Fahrenheit and 300 degrees Fahrenheit. It can actually go into a state where it is dehydrated, and we still have on record that it hasn't been fed or given any water for 30-plus years and can still come out of its desiccated state. That's a tough animal. We think about largest, right? And probably what's coming to your mind when we deal with large is probably this one right here. Uh, you'll know it as the blue whale, okay? Uh, 100 feet long, weighs about 200 tons. What's the equivalent of 200 tons? Any of your neighborhood homes. Any home around here, is, it's probably, you know, a three-bedroom, two-bath. That's about 200 tons in total weight. Uh, this is three school buses long, um, 35 elephants, I think, in length, head to tail. Um, but it eats 40 million krill a day. 40 million krill a day. An impressive, large animal. But you'll be interested to possibly know it's not the living, largest living organism. Just a few years ago, we recognized that this is the largest living organism on the planet. And what is that? Well, it's actually trees. It's an aspen grove in Utah. The largest living organism on the planet. We estimate this to be 107 acres and about uh, 6,615 tons. This pando is actually in Utah. And about Eight months ago, scientists recognized that we were false, and this is not the largest living organism. 
and we're just now understanding that the largest living organism, quite possibly, quite possibly, is a thousand acre fungus mat that's actually in Oregon. The problem is you cannot take a picture of this because it's hidden underneath the ground. Sleepy, right? So you've probably seen this cat before. Uh, we've seen some um, excellent. We've seen some excellent uh, young men do some spoofs on this before. How about 22 hours a day is its average sleep time? 22 hours a day, right? I think what was also impressive about this is that uh, about the only time it comes to the ground is to go to the bathroom, and it averages going to the bathroom once a week on the ground, once a week. Now, I had to put this in, right? If any of you have ever been around me, you know there will always be a horse reference somewhere. There will always be a horse reference somewhere. And I think this is an amazing animal because this one can sleep standing up. It has a design in it, and you'll see if you'll look at its four feet, look at its legs. You've got one that's in a bent state, but the other are kind of in a straight line. It's called a stay apparatus, and every horse has one. It has the capability of sustaining its weight, uh, usually about 1,200 pounds here, uh, and can actually go into a very light sleep for three, three to possibly six hours. And to, for it to do that, those bones on the bottom of it have to be extremely straight, and all of its weight is suppressed on those top bones right there so that it can relax every muscle in its body and allow it to go into the sleep state. Interesting, though, this is not REM sleep. It still has to lay down to get that really good quality sleep, but it's, it can sleep standing up, and so you'll notice this in a horse every time you see one of those legs in that bent position and the other three st straight. we got a horse that's resting. Why? Probably to get away from predators. Take a little bit longer to crawl up off the ground and can get and fly that way. So I use these animals and these organisms to sometimes settle me and humble me and put me back onto the ground because we are, we are wonderfully made. And as fascinating as you and I might be, some of these other animals seem to be much more incredible than you and I. But I want you to remember that God made you in his image. There is estimated, friends, Romans, and Shat people, 60,000 miles of blood vessels in your body. If we took your blood vessels and we tied each of them, one on top of the other on top of the other, made one large string, it would be 60,000 miles. You're made up of over a trillion cells. I think the textbooks are wrong. I don't think we have any idea how many cells we're actually made up of. And there is no cell any greater distance than five cells from a main blood supply. 60,000 miles. I'm only five, nine and a half, emphasis on the half. There is no way 60,000 miles is within me. But it is. So as we prepare to leave today, you are wonderfully made. And I hope that someday we will have the opportunity. And I know that we will have the opportunity. And I pray that you will be there with me when we attempt to sit Indian style. And sing for a 
couple of hundred thousand years, worship. I don't know what it's going to be like, but it's going to be glorious. And I hope I get the day to say, can I see your lap? Because I've got some questions. Like, what's up with the platypus? <laughs> right? And why the giraffe? And why did we need an elephant that big? But he made you in his image. Of all the fascinating things we have, he chose you. So don't be mediocre. Go out and do what you're supposed to do. You have a purpose. Next time you're here.